Welcome to Echo Sunday Service. We love that you are here with us today. All signs are pointing towards regathering in September, and we cannot wait to see you in person and your trendy masks. We promise to keep you updated as we know more. Today, we have a fun Sunday message for you called Outside the Walls. Pastor Andy goes on a kayaking trip with one of our Echo Pastoral Overseers, Jeff Went from Canvas Church. We get to listen in on the adventure as they discuss Psalm 23. We want to thank you for your generosity. Many of you may not know, but Echo is committed to a few local nonprofits on a monthly basis. One of those is The Landing. They go to the homeless and the underprivileged of our community and provide resources and build relationships in order to establish next steps in each individual's life. We could not give to this amazing cause without you, so thank you. If you are new to Echo Sunday Service, expect this to last around 40 minutes. We'll start with the Echo Band, go on a bit of an adventure with Jeff and Andy. We'll take a moment of reflection and we'll wrap up hearing closing thoughts. Lastly, let us know how we can pray for you. Comment on this video or email us your prayer requests. Let's do this together. Happy Sunday, Echo. My name is John Haywood, and it's my privilege today to share with you a verse that's been on my heart and some of my thoughts about it. What I chose was Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. It reads, As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. And I'll tell you, when I read that, the biggest thing that stands out to me is our need to be unified. God has called us to unity, but right now, it's more difficult than ever. We are in the perfect storm of division. When you look at the political divide, racial unrest, the physical isolation that comes with current global pandemic, and on top of that, the financial hardships that many of you are going through, we're going to move toward our natural state of division, unless we're really intentional about being unified. And what's great about that is God gives us some keys right there in this verse on how we can drive that unity. He tells us to be completely humble and gentle and be patient with one another in love. And man, I tell you, if you can do those things and I can do those things, to make a big difference. And so my challenge to you this week is find ways to drive unity and not division. So first and foremost, we can bring glory to God. And secondly, we can be united with each other. Have a great day. Show you my 
Cause God of the mountain Is the God of the valley There's not a place Your mercy and grace Will find me again Oh, sing, there's nothing better Oh, there's nothing
Jeff, this is awesome. I'm catching up to you. No, this is a great place to have a conversation. So, Jeff, what uh, what's the Lord been saying to you? Oh, Andy, that's a great question. <laughs> Such a great question. I know in this season, one thing he is saying is, "Get away from me, Andy." <laughs> have you ever driven a kayak? I've never driven a the kayak. The first time driving? I've never driven a kayak. You, know, you one, said it best. <laughs> you're the you're the driver of the green one. What do you do a kayak? Hey, what's up, Echo? Canvas Church, so good to see you. Thanks for tuning in. I'm sitting here with my friend. I'm Jeff Wendt. My name is Jeff Wendt. And this is my good buddy. Andy Cass. That's right. We've been friends for years, actually. We were youth pastors together. We did a lot of crazy stuff together early on in ministry. We have. Uh, and honestly, I, I, wouldn't, I don't regret any of it. I think that's really what, what's, what's helped us become who we are today, yes. right? And so. Can you give me an example? Well, there was one time when Andy, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Andy was always, he was always the one saying, guys, this is not a good idea. Guys, I don't think you should. Andy, what has God been saying to me? You know, it's interesting in this season of COVID and craziness and chaos and all of that. Um, the thing that's been so real to me and reassuring to me is uh, God's word. And specifically the verse that keeps coming to my mind that he leads me to is Psalm 23. And uh, it's a very popular verse. Many people have probably heard it before. I think it's even their favorite verse, but Basically, says the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, or I have all that I need. He leads me um, besides calm waters, calm streams. He makes me lie down in green pastures. And when you look at the uh, you look at the scripture, and then it goes on to say, He restores my soul. Mm. Oftentimes, when they talk about mind in scripture, it's also a, a depiction of the heart because there's the brain, but then the mind is like the center of your decision-making, the center of your emotions. It's where David talks about the idea of like, above all else, guard your heart, because it's the wellspring of life where all of life flows through it. And so this idea of soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. Now in this season, you know, pre-COVID life was crazy. In COVID life has been crazy. Who knows what life will be like post-COVID, but I think bottom line is, is that people's minds, their wills, and their emotions have just been tore up 
they've just been wrung out uh, in this season because oftentimes when, when you don't know what's next, it's so hard to even just grasp what's happening right now. It's like survival, like well, what's gonna happen in September? We don't really know. So how do you survive this moment? And, um, and I really think there's, there's power in, okay, God restoring our souls, God restoring our minds, just the way that we think, the anxiety that can plague our minds, our will. I don't know if you, but I don't know about you, but the idea of quarantine 15, the additional 15 pounds that's gained because we're all locked up in our house and it's really easy to walk past the pantry or the refrigerator. 15 pounds of muscle. 15 pounds of, oh yeah, yeah, muscle for some, for like you. for some people. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, but that's a real thing. I mean, it's a battle of the wills. And then you talk about your emotions. I mean, our emotions are so tight right now and they're just so, I mean, I was on a call the other day and one of the individuals was nearly in tears because just that I'm so emotionally exhausted. But to know that three to four thousand, three years, three thousand years ago, David wrote this. David sat beside a, 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 in a green pasture by a stream of still waters and in that moment, God literally did the deep work in David's soul. And he restored it. He restored his mind. He brought peace to his mind, you know, for his will. He, he, he galvanized it. He strengthened it. This is the same guy that stood in front of a giant and stood in front of a lion, stood in front of a bear, stood in front of all these amazingly large armies and kings that wanted to destroy him. And here's God in this moment strengthening and restoring his will, reminding him, hey, you're my son. I'm well pleased in you. I put you here for a purpose and a reason in this season. I got it. I'm coming, Jeff. And I'm waiting for you. Oh, he renews my strength. Uh. Hey, how dumb do you think we just look? Super dumb. <laughs> Did you just see the massive bald eagle take off? You were in the fight for your life, so you probably didn't see it. So he renews your strength, yeah. Jeff. Um, I think in this season, I feel like I've been going upstream quite a bit. Yeah, right? That's no joke. There's seasons of calm. There's seasons of like the still waters. But then there's seasons of the, the volatile, the chaos, the rapids, all of that kind of happening, right? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, come on. Seriously? You see, you for real. Andy. <laughs> oh no. So many words. Jesus bless him. We're pastors, Andy, so we have to, you know, keep a PG. PG, baby. Jesus bless him. Bless those who persecute you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was. I feel like I peed my pants. <laughs> I did. Did you really? Couldn't tell. I did while going up those rapids. No, but for real, man, like, I feel. You know, like our current situation, time, everybody, the whole world's gone through it. Yeah. Um, I've seen people really go upstream mm -hmm. and I've seen 
a number of people just give up. Yeah. And in fact, you know, we, I've got a pastor friend who took his life, yeah. ministry friend, at the beginning of COVID. Yeah. And man, that was just tragic. Yeah. And I, I don't know, we'll never know really what happened, right? What he was really thinking. But I do think in some respect, he just kind of gave up on the rapids and uh, this was too hard to go upstream anymore. Uh, I just got an email today about a family needing, uh, a couple needing counseling because they're, they're talking about divorce. And, um, you know, seeing people struggle with mental health. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, the verse you just said, God leads me by still waters. Oh, Jesus, please. Well, I just think the mental health piece, like, I mean, when the ancients would talk about your soul, it's your mind, your will, and your emotions. You know, your mind, like our mind looks like rapids oftentimes. Yeah. And God's like, you know, you can actually have the ability to have still water yeah. as opposed to a rapid focused distraction absorbed mind. Yep. That's crazy. It's like we're in the still water right now. Yeah. Pretty peaceful. We've got rapids in front of us. Yeah. Rapids behind us. Rapids behind us. We yeah. just went through them. We yeah. knew what we just experienced. Yep. Yeah. And I just think like for those that push through the rapids, yeah. like the, the the truth is another set of challenges are going to come in front of us with our life in our life yeah. and what I'm hoping is that this season which by the way I think is changing I think we're in a changing yeah. season right now Thank you, um, it's gonna set up for set us up for the next one yeah. and maybe this time we won't look as dumb yeah. well I mean it's it's a test right and like you pass one test and what happens another test is coming yeah. but what is a test a test literally tests what you know mm -hmm. Right, and so you've learned something in this current test, in this current set of rapids, so we can learn what we've learned behind us or use what we've learned behind us for what's ahead of us. And yet God is there to lead and guide and literally lead. He's there, he's present. Amen. I, I gotta say this, Jeff, and I think you'll be encouraged by this, but as um, I was driving here, mm -hmm. and where is here right now, we're at a friend's house, yeah. boat house. It's amazing, it's, it's amazing. an epic location. Oh, it's and crazy. It, if the microphones are picking it up, but I assume mm -hmm. they are, mm -hmm. we're next to a body of water. Yeah, yeah. The Zumbro River, yeah. where there's some rapids. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. as you're speaking about yeah. that God or that David's sitting by quiet waters. Yeah. But he's sitting there next to green grass. Yeah. I, you talk about your geeky friend. I once went to a conference. <laughs> yes. A Bible conference. Which yes. I think I tried to convince you to go. You did. Friend. He didn't want to go. I'm not smart enough. Because it was. <laughs> it's super it's heady, guys. So I was like, whole, it's not my the scene. The conference was about sheep. <laughs> <laughs> so glad I didn't 40 go. 40 <laughs> sessions on sheep. What? Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Missed that. One of these teachers, uh, he talked about how shepherds in the Middle East hmm. um, had to navigate through grassy territory. Oh, sure. So the grass that we see here is not like yeah it was there yeah context is so important number two yeah sheep will not drink according to them hmm. in moving waters interesting so a shepherd had to create yeah water holes hmm. off of streams like this
this, hmm. but in the context of the Middle East, hmm. where there was calm water. Mm -hmm. And so, like, as I was driving here, the thought that I was thinking, and as you're talking about mm -hmm. being uh, in green grass and mm -hmm. green being next to still waters, mm -hmm. uh, I think that the critical component that we need to hear is who is sitting beside us. Yeah, yeah. And in the midst of chaos and that mm -hmm. noise that we hear of water passing, mm -hmm. and, and you know, right now we're looking at as we're yeah, speaking. It's gorgeous. Um, to think that there is a shepherd, as yeah. you called him, Abba Father, yeah. our God in heaven, mm -hmm. that is beside us yeah. and wants to create that space. Mm -hmm. And he's calling us near and saying, Yeah, will you find that peace? Yeah. Because I've created for you. Yeah. The question is, will you? So what were you saying there, Jeff? Well, Andrew. <laughs> no, I think in this season, you know, the idea that when there's so much chaos and so much volatility and so much distraction and all of these things, the fact that in God's word, you have a verse written by David, inspired by the Holy Spirit. 4,000 years ago. 4,000 years ago about this idea of a shepherd for our soul that leads us by like towards still waters and you know gives us a space in green pastures to lie down and rest you know and the fact that he restores our soul like if he restored david's soul then 4000 years ago he'll do the same for us today because god doesn't change yep. and so it doesn't matter what the chaos is i mean david in that moment, he's facing bears and lions and soon to be giants and then enemy armies that want to kill him and even his own friends that want to kill him. And, you know, there's situations like that. I don't, I don't know that any of us are necessarily facing situations like that, but there's confusing times where we just don't know what, which way's up, who we can trust. And it's just so reassuring that in God's word, he promises literally to restore our soul restoration strength renewal to our mind will and emotions and so you know what I, I like about what you just said is God promises to restore our soul yeah because he knew our souls would be depleted yeah at times when I think all of us probably in this season coming out of COVID or still kind of in COVID kind of wondering which ways up I think all of us are feeling fatigued mm -hmm. all of us are, are feeling depleted in some sense you got it You know what's crazy about going through rapids? It's like when you're in the thick of it, you have no idea where you're at. Right? You're just paddling thinking, am I making progress? And you just gotta keep going. Just gotta keep paddling. What a life lesson. Yep. You know, the other thing I was thinking about your scripture? Yeah. Is that he leads me to still water. That implies that there's someone with you. Yeah. And 
as we were preparing to go do this, you were giving me an update. You were giving me an update on your life, as was I about your life and mine. And I think I interrupted you, and I was like, "Man, we need to do this more often." Yeah. See, I think a part of the restoring your soul is found in community. Hundred percent. And man, I miss that. You know, I see that in my kids. You know, what would normally be like week six of summer, which is always kind of challenging. When you're on month five of being away from your friends and your main social outlet is your siblings and your dad, like there is a, a for real sense of loss that community, friends, God-given, life-giving relationships restores that. Yep. You know, and that's even whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. I know extroverts are like, I hate this. I know introverts that hate this season. 100%. You know, and so... They might have liked it for like a month. Right. Right. And after that, like, I hate it. I think I've been using this paddle backwards the whole time. Oh. What way are you supposed to use it? Whoa. I did not think it was that deep. Oh, what happened? You know what's, what's interesting too, Andy? Is I think oftentimes, you know, if you go further in Psalm 23, it talks about, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Like I've, I've stood in that valley and I've looked around. I've been in the valley of death. And it's amazing. I'll fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And once again, even in the valleys that we go through, we're never alone, no matter how deep, how dark, you know? And, and it's in the valleys where things grow. You know, it's in the valleys, it's not on the mountaintop, and we all know this, I mean, this is a fairly commonly used analogy, but on the mountaintops, you have the beautiful views, but you have to ascend to that, right? And you can't stay there because there's really no way to there's no way for life to be sustained at the mountaintop you know it's just it's beautiful views but there's no food there's no shelter you're yep. totally um you have no protection from the elements and so just the concept of don't be afraid of the valley don't be afraid of going through because you're not going through it alone even in the season where we feel isolated mm -hmm. even when we feel alone we're not alone because he's with us and his word it will lead us and guide us to green pastures, mm -hmm. to still waters. He'll be with us. He'll lead us. He'll guide us. It's our Abba Father, our Daddy God in that moment who wants the best for, for his prized possession, for his masterpiece, which is you and I and you. And so really it's such a powerful thing when you look at it as it's not just information, it's inspiration. Yeah. It's the inspired word of God. It's not just the informed mind of men uh, that can change based upon, I don't know, the weather, really. Yeah. Like this does not change. And so therefore, in constantly changing times, it makes sense that we're tethered to or our handles are wrapped around God's word that does not change. Good. I think that there's so much noise right now. Yeah. Yes. There's so much, um, there's so many narratives, so many messages. Mm -hmm. Uh, so many people trying to lead mm -hmm. and it's, it's honestly hard to decide what to follow. Mm -hmm. And so as, you know, as pastors, mm -hmm. uh, as, as, uh, Christians, we hold on to what we believe is truth mm -hmm. 
And if we don't have this, I believe we don't have much. And in turbulent waters, uh, it's so important to lean back into God. Um, and also, man, I just, I think that the world's looking for something. I think people have tried to taste it and they've, they've been looking to see what's good. And I believe we've got a God that says, I'm good. Yeah, and I've been here the whole time. And come taste and see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So good, so true. So what we do every week at Echo is we invite people to surrender their life to Jesus. We acknowledge that there's a lot of people watching um, that have this inner wiring to know God. And so we love just to have a simple on-ramp at the end of our services, and it's a prayer. And uh, if you don't mind, I would love to invite people. Yes. Canvas, you're in on this too, <laughs> please. To, to just surrender their life to God. What I think the power of surrendering their life to God is, I think one of the misnomers, one of the untruths, is that you've got to have everything figured out before you do it. But I believe, and Echo believes, uh, that actually it's the opposite that you can have a thousand questions and yet follow God. And that's, that's where the power is. And I love that God is, there's not, there's not a single question that can go through our mind that God is intimidated by. Mm. So all of the big crazy questions like God, why, mm. he's not intimidated by those. Yeah. He's like, bring them to me. I'd, yes. love, to, I'd love to walk you through them. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. So good. So if you want mine, uh, Echo Church, and for those that have never asked God to come into there in your life uh, just pray along uh, with us as I believe God is gonna just come into your heart into your homes and bring that peace and that still water that we're talking about today uh, let's pray Jesus I surrender I have more questions than answers but I choose to follow you anyway I acknowledge that you lived you died and you rose again all with us in mind I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen. Amen. So and good. you end Canvas yeah. in a certain way. Would you just lead us in Yes. That? Every week, it's Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. We truly believe that God has immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. And so uh, I'll say this. Most weeks I screwed up. Uh, <laughs> that's why we have someone else do it. So I'm going to do my best to not screw it up now. So if I do, just give me a little grace. A little grace. Okay, here we go. I'm probably going to close my eyes too because it's better that way. So here we go. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is within us, uh, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. In my beloved is the most beautiful among thousands. Thousands, my beloved is the most beautiful among thousands. In thousands, my beloved is the most beautiful among thousands. In thousands.
Allow this to be a reflection of our heart. We give you our minds, our wills, and our emotions. In your name, amen. If you prayed that prayer of surrender during the message for the first time or for the first time in a long time, would you text RESCUED to 97000 or email us? We want to connect with you and help guide you in the next steps of your faith journey. You guys are amazing and your continued generosity continues to blow us away. Thank you. We are working on plans for us to meet in person in the near future and are hoping we can gather in September. Join us in praying for our community as fall approaches, back to school comes, and we prepare to meet. We have been working hard behind the scenes with meetings and brainstorming and dreaming as we get ready for a powerful season at Echo Church. Join us in preparing for that. At ECHO, you can give two ways. You can text the number below or you can go to our website. If you are able and have the means to give, would you please do so? 
If you don't have the means and you have a need, do not be afraid to ask us. Wasn't that message that Pastor Andy and Pastor Jeff gave us awesome? How fun is it to do something outside the walls? I was reminded today that in the valleys that things grow. New dreams grow, new life grows, new perspective grows. And our faith is, to, is meant to be lived outside of the church walls. I want to leave you with this reminder to allow God to be the shepherd of your soul because he is the ultimate teacher and physician of true and full restoration. And as Jeff and Andy spoke today, community is a part of that process. So grab your loved ones, call or FaceTime a friend, and allow people to join you in your everyday life. Thanks again, Echo. You are awesome, and we hope you have a great week.